Holly Cotton here, and I am so excited for our guest today. I have a young adolescent, teen, author, uh, community activist, entrepreneur in the making, all of that great stuff. I cannot wait for you guys to hear all of the stuff about Jeremiah DeValier. And he's here today. He's all the way in Virginia. So it's so nice to meet you, Jeremiah. Yes, ma'am. It's nice to meet you too, Mrs. Costa. Yes, yes. So first, let's just go into, because I know the, the whole reason for anyone that's curious is I ran into you guys at Essence and you had a book fair and or you had your booth at, at the Essence Festival. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to get you on my show. So I gave uh, dad, I think, my card and contact information. But I just thought your story, first of all, was just so unique to find someone that was there handing out books that was like, hey, I wrote this book. So tell us the name of your book and what your book is about. Yes, ma'am. Well, this my name is Jeremiah DeValle. I am the author of Lance of Scientia. Lance of Scientia is about three kids who go on an island, save it from evil, sci-fi, fantasy, super type of stuff. See, the real interesting thing is I took real scientific facts and intertwined it into my story. So now I'm entertaining and educating my readers at the same time. Oh, I love that. I love that. So as I am an author as well, uh, three times best-selling list, but anywho, this ain't about me, Jeremiah. Uh, <laughs> so, but I know that there is a lot of work that goes into writing a book, especially whenever you are the person that's writing the book. Like it's not someone wrote it for you and you just sign your name on it. This sounds like it was a book that you actually wrote. So Give us some of the insight into how you just sat down one day and said, you know what? I think I'm going to write a book. Well, um, so this book really started with an idea of me and my two best friends being superheroes and starting off as an adventure with science and all that. And um, there was a lot of influences that went into me wanting to write a book. Um, one of them was my father was an author himself. Um, you know, he wrote three books and I think his third book, I was around, I was around, I was a young, I was a young baby or some sort, but, um, yeah. So at that time I was an infant, I was, um, sorry, sorry, they just switched the screen, but, um, yeah. So as I was saying, I was a young, um, baby at the time and yeah, so I, around that time he was, he was doing things I was doing, what you saw me doing at the Essence Festival. Um, he was doing that time when I was around two. So, um, I was always in that area and I really, you know, so I, when I got old enough, when I was around sixth grade, when I started writing the book, I really got into writing it. And, um, I really wanted to be like my father in that sense. I really wanted to follow footsteps to see how it's like. Um, I think my other, um, my other influence would be a book that I read in fifth grade with my teacher. It was a class project. It was called the Phantom Twelve Booth. I'm not sure if you know about it or not. I mean, but it's um it's a book, and it took um like real like lots learning facts like um, reading English, math, and it really turned it into a story. So all like addition was a character, and all these things had an element in the story. Mm. And I really like how it intertwined. It didn't feel like it was like like the, um the magic tree or treehouse or something. Like I was spitting facts at you. Instead, it was taking the facts and intertwining it to become an element of the story. So I really wanted to do that with my book. And I found that science 
was the thing that easily came to me. And I wanted to make science come easier to other kids. So I felt like, you know, I can turn science into an element, to a type of story that kids will like and kids will love. So, yes, that's really got me into starting to write it. Okay. Oh, and I love how you said starting to write. Like, uh, don't get confused. This ain't a one and done. I'm, I got something else in the works as well. So whenever you, when, whenever you told your dad, like, Hey, you know what? I want to write a book too. How was, how was that? Cause I, I'm a mom and I know I always love when my kids are passionate, especially something that I've done. Cause it's like the ultimate compliment, you know? So how did, you know, how did dad feel? And, and what was like, what happened after you said, dad, I think I want to write a book. Uh, well, I initially didn't tell him. I, I did. I initially, I was just doing it. And then, you know, my parents found out. And when my parents found out, I, they were like, you know, they really, they, they don't force anything and they don't really like, um, so we're like, say you can't do something. So like, they really allow you to find yourself and find out what you like and what you can do. So my parents were really like, okay, if you want to write a book, go ahead and write a book. Um, I'm not sure my parents expected much out of the book, you know, like, oh, this is going to be a Harry Potter 500-page book or or something. But, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really – I'm not sure they really expected much out of the book. But when they saw it, when they really saw that I wrote a book, um, an actual chapter book, they were um they were ready to go um go go all in with it. They were ready to um you know get it edited, get it the cover done, get it published. So they were really ready to um be there for me. It really helped me out. So yeah, I love that. I love that. And yeah, um first of all, let me tell you guys because if anyone is listening to the audio of this, let me give you a visual. I'm walking through Essence, and there's a booth on the corner, and all you see is Jeremiah everywhere, like a life-size poster. They got a booth. They hand, handing out cards. So when you talk about some supportive parents and a supportive team, you definitely have that because they were there. The dad was handing out business cards and, and everything. So I love, I love that. And I, and I love that you are also able to identify that because I think a lot of kids and young adults, because I say kids, cause we're starting, I'm, talking from like, you know, little babies to you as a a young adult. And I think a lot of times adolescents don't see the things that the parents do. They don't see the sacrifices that they make to build these things for you guys and give you these opportunities. So I love that you're like, but I wouldn't be here without my mom and dad. They the team, they the team. So I love that. So give us a little, a little peek into the actual book, because I know you said that there were some realistic things about science facts. So for anyone who's thinking, you know what, that might be a good Christmas present for my whoever, whoever, tell them about like maybe a little part of the story or something so that they can say, oh, you know what? I think my grandkid or my my child would like that as well. Yes, ma'am. I don't want to give too much away for this. No, no, not not a real thing, but just like just like an example of what you talk about in the book. Yes, yes, ma'am. Well, yeah, don't give them the whole story. Just just like. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Well, for this um, book, uh, I'm planning to make this book a series. So for this book, um, I plan. I was using life science, and for each book in the series, I'm gonna use a different 
topic of science. I'm gonna use a different topic. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like chemistry, rock science, earth science. And so for this book, I use life science, which is really animals, um, the habitats that animals live in. Um, I did have a chapter where, where you talked about cells, so animal cells and plant cells. So I'll say one main example is really the biomes. Um, if you can see the map on the back, it really show you I have six biomes, different biomes, which are inhabited by different animals. And so in the in the book, you will mainly see how the, um, the characters go to all these different biomes and they get to experience the different animals that live in these biomes and the different conditions in these biomes. So yes, so I'd say that's one major example. Okay, see, that's... That's perfect because some people don't even know what a biome is. So see you, <laughs> you probably educating some adults, Jeremiah. <laughs> so what about your friends? Cause you said that it was, it was basically the concept was on to uh, you and your two friends. So how did your friends feel whenever you were like, Hey, I'm going to write a book and I think I'm going to add you guys as the main characters. Uh, well, so one thing that I have to say, I didn't really talk to my friends much about it because my mother had to talk with me about how, you know, you can't really share everything with everybody. So, you know, like like your projects, the things that you're working on, you can't really share your thing with everybody. So, you know, I didn't really talk to them much about it. I did tell them once and they were really like, oh, yeah, man, go ahead, go ahead. And, you know, they really encouraged me to do it. Um, when I did have the finished product, um, I did show it to them and they both, you know, they congratulated me. And they, you know, they went on to go read the book and they told me, texted me, they said it was, you know, it was very good and I should keep on writing it. So, um, yeah, so I'm thankful for the um, two friends that I had that inspired me to write this book. And um, yes, yes. Yeah, and we not, we're not going to say that we actually use them in the book because then they're going to want to cut whenever you sitting on the vineyard with Oprah. They're going to be like, that book was, but no, it wasn't. We said, we said generally based not you're yes. not in the book. Yes, you're not, you're not in the book. You just you know. Yes. Yes, it's it's, it's, it's some the character. Just... Yes, we hear we hear Jeremiah. They ain't getting none of our money. Okay, so I know that you guys uh, also have a group that you do. I, you, it's not just about the Jeremiah show all the time. Sometimes you have to share the spotlight with your siblings, and I know that you guys have. Uh, an organization and you guys do a lot of stuff to educate and inspire other youth as well. So give us a little bit of information about the, the angel group that you guys have. Yes, ma'am. Well, angel armies is a family performance group with me and my siblings. Um, I have four siblings, um, Javel, Keziah, Jermaine, and Deshaun. Um, so it's ranging from the ages of five to 15. And the um, Angel Armies is really a performance group that, you know, performs in front of people and, you know, showing, giving a message of love and unity and, you know, really getting it out there. So everybody knows, you know, sorry, um, you know, in my, we're really trying to spread the talents of other people, of us, spread the talents and show how, you know, we can really be out there. And my mother is a coordinator. My father, you know, they both are really the head of the group. And my mother is a, um, she really coordinates really most of the performances. So she doesn't really, is not afraid to show like each aspects of all the things that we can do. So our performances consist a lot of like dancing, singing, miming, we do really a little bit of everything. 
And, you know, so we're really always out there and we're always touching on different subjects, subjects that might really matter. You know, if the event really wants us to touch on a special subject, we'll do a performance on that type of subject. So, you know, we're really flexible. We're really flexible in our performances. So let me ask you this, because I do have a, um, a lot of entrepreneurs that do come on my show and, you know, and they're more maybe adult entrepreneurs. They're maybe 30s, 40s, um, 80s. It's never too old to start over. <laughs> so, um, but I do think that whenever I post about this show, that it is, I wanted to sort of motivate the young adults and I want your story to kind of resonate with them where they're like, wow, you know, I, I could maybe write a book or you know what, where's something I wanted to do too. Let me talk to my parents about that. Maybe my parents will support it. So what would be one piece of advice that you have for someone that's watching your story and is thinking that they may want to do something similar to you? Well, I would really say, like, anybody who's planning to do something, because this can also go outside of young people, but mainly young people, if you want to do something, just do it. And mainly to authors, if you really just want to write, then just write. Like, you don't really have to really, like, plan out your writing. You can just write. You can just write what you feel, write in your diary, write a poem. You can really just write, and it's your choice if you want to publish it or not, but you really should just keep on going and keep on doing what you love and really try to touch in these areas that you feel like you have a gift in. So if you know, if you really deep inside, you really want to write, there shouldn't be anything that's really stopping you. If it's time, if it's people, sometimes you have to make time for yourself. Sometimes you got to cut yourself off from the people that are stopping you from letting you do what you need to do. So I'm saying that. So I'm saying that if you really want to do something specifically writing in this case, then you should do it. You should write. You should really get your message and your thoughts out there to the people. I love that, and then that's good advice for everyone. Um, not just not just for um, entrepreneurs and and young adults. I think that's applicable to anyone that's trying to do something. So. As a student, as a student athlete, as an author, as a performer, as a everything, in, including the kitchen sink type of person that you are, let us know how does Jeremiah balance having all these different roles? Because I know you also have to be a good student because I already can tell mama and, and daddy ain't playing them bad grades. I can already tell. So, so. How do you balance having all of these roles? Well, I'll say it's really with time management. You really have to manage your time well. And sometimes you're not going to be able to do everything that you want planned, like with your time. Like sometimes I've, I've tried to set myself a schedule for some things that I want to do. And sometimes things don't go quite as planned with my schedule. And sometimes you have to be ready for that. You have to be ready for that. You have to expect the unexpected. So it's really just time management and how you respond to things when things don't go your way as a schedule wise. So, yeah, so I'll say that, you know, balancing my schedule, it is kind of hard at moments, but I mean, it's not really that hard when you think about it. 
Okay. Hey, I, I have 82 jobs too, Jeremiah. And people always ask me, how do you do it? How do you balance it? And I'm, and I always say, there's no option not to. So when you have that mindset, like what's the other option to not do what I want to do, <laughs> you figure it out, you figure it out. So exactly, exactly. So this is just a question of, of about, about your siblings. So how do you think they feel about you and, and seeing you like go on shows and seeing your face on books and stuff? How, how, is there a little bit of, of, of rivalry or are they just super proud of you? I don't think there's rivalry. Uh, I don't think there's, you know, like, you know, any sibling rivalry because we all have our, like our own things. And so I think more so is like maybe some, some of my siblings are might be inspired by it. Um, I might have to look around to see, you know, if I'm getting it right. But, um, you know, we all have our own things. Like where I, I'm a good writer, but, you know, I'm a terrible drawer. But some of my siblings are very good at drawing, very good at, um, you know, doing origamis and doing paintings. Like my sister, she has a business of her own called Art from the Heart, where she, you know, she gives out jewelry and she gives out paintings. So we all really have our own aspects of which we are good in and which we, you know, we are, um, we are successful in. So we don't have, we, I don't really say there's any rivalry, really, we really just support each other in like, you know, our own spheres and, you know, our spheres kind of intersect in these places and, you know, we're there for each other when we need to be there. I love that. I love that. I love that. Okay. So I was looking at your, the information that your agent sent me about you as well. And so, um, so the picture it it looks like so do you play a sport as well i do play soccer i do play soccer soccer okay i was gonna say it looked like soccer but i wasn't sure so so what is that's your favorite sport like do you play for school uh i i do plan to play for school for the spring well, spring season which is soccer season but um yes yeah, so i do i do love soccer i love to play soccer i've been playing since i was nine or no i was yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, three. Because I was, you know, playing little leagues. So, you know, I, I've been playing soccer for a while. Um, I'm trying to get into track Um, now. I'm trying to get into track, which is starting, I think, November. So, yeah, so I think I'm trying to get into track. But, um, you know, my main sport is really soccer. I'm in my clubs. I'm in a club soccer right now. And I'm Williamsburg. And I'm planning to do my school soccer in the spring. Okay, got that. So, uh, team... Y'all better make sure y'all pick him up. Um, this is an asset player. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Last question about the book, and then we'll talk about the, the future products and pro, um, projects and how people can support you and stuff. But what I, I just wanted to ask, because a lot of times what I talk about on my show, when I hear someone that has a story like you is we talk about how you find your passion in doing things, right? So sometimes something bad happens to people and now you feel like, oh, I want to change the world. So now this is my passion. Sometimes like in your instance, you enjoy doing something. So you were like, wow, I think I might be able to write a book. I have a passion about that. So how do you describe what Jeremiah's passion is in life? What is your mission that you are that you are defining right now where you're saying, you know what, this is what I'm passionate about. I want to, like for me, my passion is to change the world. 
be the change. Like everything I do is like, what can I do? How can I positively leave a little bit of positive glitter along the way to change the world? So everything I do is about that. So what is it that's your passion and what is your mission for Jeremiah? When we look at you 10 years from now, you're going to be like, I told y'all on the Holly Cotton show. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'll say my passion really is the message that I put into my products. Um, you really have to look into like the things when I do a product, when I have a product, whether it's a book, um, later I might look into movies, into music. When I put out a product, I want there to be a message that the product carries. I want people to take away uh, the message that people, I want people to take away something from that product, from that book, from that song, from that movie that they can apply to in their lives. Like um, in this book, which is about life science, in the last, I think the last sentence is, I think that's where my message is coming from. And it's, um, animals are full of magic. And I really wanted people to, you know, really know that the animals on our planet are magical and needs to be loved just, you know, just as much as this earth and we really need to take care of the animals that we are sharing this planet with. So this whole book was really what I wanted that message to come through with. So I say that's really my passion um, to, you know, spread love and spread a message with each of my products that, you know, give a message that spreads love to each of my products. I love that. I love that. So tell your agent, on your bio that they need to put that at the top. So that way we know, and his mission is <laughs> to spread love. I love that through education. I love that. I love that. Okay. So now how can people, cause I know that, like you said, you guys with the angel um, armies, you guys are doing all the, all the stuff for the giving back the community, all of that. So how are you guys getting those things how can people support you with that like how are you booking that how can people get you guys to to do something with their organization well if, if anybody's having an organ if anybody's an organization an individual or you know anything really is having an event or you know anything you can really contact us at creators at official angel um that's our email and um you know We'll, we'll get that and, you know, we'll contact you and we'll hit you back and forth. So, you know, we can really get the dates through and what we need to do so we can really bring that event to life. And so, you know, there's not really much, you know, just really hit us at um, creators at angelarmies.officialangelarmies.com. Let me say it again so everybody can get it right. Creators at officialangelarmies.com. Yes. So that's. Got you know, it. Got it. Got it. Okay, and I'll have all of the links um, in podcast notes as well. I'll have the website and all of the whatever, anything that, that's on on your bio information, I'll have that in the podcast notes as well. So be sure you go to those clickable links in the podcast notes. And so now, what is Jeremiah, what is it that we can do to support you right now? Oh, well, you can go to... Our website, the officialangelarmies.com, if you want to buy a book, um, you can purchase a book at officialangelarmies.com under the products um, tab, and you know our book is right there for us to purchase. We'll um, send it to you, 
and you know, um, have it signed already. And, you know, if you want to sign to a special person, you just put in the notes and we'll sign it to that special person. Um, you can also support us through social media. There, we have a, a link. We have a social media, Instagram, Twitter. You just look up Official Angel Army, so we should be right there. And you know, you know, just hit a like. You know, subscribe. You know, be there. We'll always be posting to show you new places that we are in the Official Angel Armies and what the Angel Armies are doing. And yeah, so that's some ways that you can support us. And oh, and then before I get, we also have a, a YouTube channel, Love the Devaliers. And um, yeah, so that's our channel. You can look us up, Love the Devaliers, and we should also pop up right there. And you know, you can watch us a little bit, and we'll always be uploading about every week. I'll say uh, every week. Um, maybe we might miss a few weeks. We might we might have some sick days, but you know, don't blame us. Um, but you know, we should always we should be consistent. Okay, I love that. So, uh, so you guys have a, a, a organization Instagram, and then you guys have a family YouTube page, and then there's the website where people can get your books or coordinate with you guys if they have an event in the community to have the angel armies come out and and perform and do stuff. Okay, I love that. I love that. Okay, so. I always try to end my show with uh, something positive, uh, basically take something that we talked about today and pass that on to um, other people. So I know you dropped a lot of information, but what is your final thought that you want people to take away from Jeremiah and his story? Well, once again, I want people to know that they can do anything that they put their minds to. And I want them to know that to keep the right people that are going to help them grow and that help them get what they want to do done. And, you know, to always be there for when times are low and when times are high. And that when things might not get done at what you want to do is to not stop, to not quit, because when things might be low, you might not have a, I might not have a good sale for a week. Might not be a good sale for 10 years. But, you know, you can't quit at what you love to do just because it's not working for a while. See, and you got to understand that there's periods of growth and there's periods of despair. You got to learn how to work through both. And that makes you a true entrepreneur. So um, I really want people to um, take away that to really do what you really want to do and to really work for what you want, work for what you want and you see yourself grow as a person. If you have enough motivation, enough passion that you'll get what you want in the end. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Boy, your mama and daddy did a good job with you. I'm so proud of them. I, I feel like you have, you have, uh, um, um, giving me hope for the future generation because <laughs> you know everybody's always like because this new generation this new generation this new generation but jeremiah is giving us hope i love it i love it i love it so that is jeremiah devalier let me get it right because you know i tried to put a little louisiana accent on it and he was like no ma'am that's not how you say my last name <laughs> i might tell you that you accidentally didn't get it right ma'am it's the vow the vow yay the vow yay see i still said it wrong i still put my louisiana accent on it um because you know 
sorry, I got a little, a little twang. Devalier, Devalier. Um, don't worry, I'll have it spelled correctly, Jeremiah. I promise. Okay, um, yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right, so thank you so much for sharing your story. Yes, ma'am. You're welcome. It was an honor being on your show, ma'am. Thank you so much for letting us get letting me get on here and speak to you and you know talk about my book. Thank you.